Hello, everybody. Uh, this is Moses from Elvis Life Community. We are going to look at the two wrong views that John is correcting in First uh, John chapter two, verse one to two. And our text read, "My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin." But if anybody does sin, we have one who speaks to the Father in our defense, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for us, for ours, but also for the sins of the whole world. Now, one of the views that John is correcting just right with the first, uh, with the first verse is the idea of using the grace of God as the means of sinning. So we are not going to leave according to the things which God has saved us from. We are called to pursue holiness in our walk with the Lord. As he writes, my dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. So already that shows us that uh, holiness is what has been said for us in this Christian walk. So Paul says in Romans chapter 6, verse 1 to 4, what shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin, how can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us who, are, who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live in your life. So a Christian is someone who has been raised into a new life. We are called to live in your life. And that's a life that pursues holiness. So when, when we are called unto holiness, um, it's something that we have to pursue. It's something that we have to pursue. And therefore, the grace of God does not take us back from the things uh, that God saved us. That is from, uh, from pursuing or living according to sin. So with that said, a believing community is to be marked with the confrontation of sin by the word of God and an exhortation to holy living by practicing the truth that we learn from God's word, through which the Lord renews the new man, which he has regenerate, regenerated or has brought into a new birth so that it is more and more like Christ. So we have to be uh, the people that, uh, are the people that desire the confrontation, uh, the confrontation that comes from the word of God, because the word of God will confront our sins, will confront our sins. And uh, faithful ministry um, of the word of God is what causes people to grow in their pursuit of holiness. So when you look at uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 14 to 17, you will notice that Paul is telling the young Timothy uh, that he has to uh, submit to the teachings of the Holy Scripture because all of God's word is uh, used for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So when there's a faithful preaching of the word of God, these things are going to be seen in that, the teaching, um, rebuking, the correcting, and the training in righteousness. But the problem comes in when people, uh, when people do not faithfully teach the word of God, people will think that, uh, they'll think that God is not concerned about holiness. Is not concerned about how they live their lives. And now they think um, that they can do whatever they want. 
Um, so to awaken people unto holiness, the word of God has to be taught faithfully um, so that it may work in the lives of the people. And one interesting thing also is that in John 17, 17, um, Jesus says, sanctify them by the truth. Your word is true. So our sanctification is linked to the teaching of the word of God. We cannot seek change outside the word of God. The Holy Spirit who works in our lives, who applies the truth in our lives, uses the very truth of the word of God. He is the author of that word. And that's what he uses as a tool to sanctify us, to renew us so that we are more and more like Jesus Christ. And this also points us that there is, it's, it's necessary that we subject ourselves to truth and we have to fight against false doctrine. So there's some few things that I think uh, uh, are important just to, just to show our responsibility to the working of the Holy Spirit through the word. Um, so each one of us is responsible to submit uh, to the ministry of the word of God, which the Holy Spirit Jesus to renew us, as the Lord said in John 17, 17, uh, that sanctify them by the truth. Uh, for your word is truth. When I was praying to the Father. So we are to seek growth in, in the life of holiness. God has called us to. We need to seek that through the means of the word, because that is what the Holy Spirit uses to sanctify us or to change us into the image of, the image of Christ. So the result of this work of the Holy Spirit is a community of believers that love one another. And John emphasizes this in his letter, that we have to love one another. The love that is from God. If God indeed is our father and he has really saved us from our sins and therefore his love should be among his children and his children should delight in, in sharing that love to, to others. Um, so... Um, so few things uh, that we that we have in all these responsibilities concerning uh, concerning the working of the Holy Spirit and our submission to the Word of God, we have to desire change and be more like and be more like Christ. We have to desire that. It's our responsibility to desire that to be there in our lives. We have to. Uh, desire to have the word of God to do its work in us. When we harden our hearts, like when the word of God confronts us of our sins and then we don't want to uh, to change, um, we're not going to grow. We're not going to grow. Uh, so we have to desire to have the word of God do its work in us. It's, it's very uncomfortable when we are confronted of, us, of our sins but we have to know that what the word of God is doing in our lives is for our own good. It's really good because it is sanctifying us. It is making us more and more like Jesus Christ. So it's the means that God uses uh, to achieve what he's preaching to us or what he's teaching us that we have to be like Jesus. We have to desire to practice the, the, the change that God causes in us. He is the one, the overflow of God's love we should desire to share that to others. It's our responsibility to do that. We don't love others in our own strength or we don't cause ourselves to love others because the love that we give others is from God. So God himself is the one who pours out his love in us and we have to desire to share that love to others. So we have to desire and then practice. So that's the idea. So we have to desire and practice. Um, 
Okay, so the power of God's word in us. So when the word of God is doing his work in us and we're able to see and we're able to see the result of God's work in us, that is our growth in loving God and others, and which is the result of the pursuing of holiness, we come to know that we need to grow in our confession of sin. So John actually, um, in John chapter 1, um, this 8 to 10, it says, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive our sins. Give us, he'll forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word has no place in our lives. The, the confrontation that comes from God's word um, is there to show us that we do sin. And when we realize that we have sinned, we have to run to God to ask for forgiveness. So we have the goal that is set for us, and that is holiness. And with that pursuit of holiness is the confrontation of our sins. And therefore, when our sins are confronted, we run to God and we ask for forgiveness. And he is the one who purifies us and, and uh, he cleanses us from all unrighteousness. So that is part of the pursuit of holiness. But when we remove the word of God, when we don't want the word of God to do its work in us, we can't grow in our confession. We can't grow in our repentance. So we need the word of God to do its work in us. And that's why people may, may end up thinking that holiness is not something that is that God is concerned because the word of God, they have pushed the word of God far from them from themselves so so we need the word of god that's working as causes us to love more of god and hate more of things we once loved once loved of sin so that's the reality as long as god is working in our lives we hate more of the things that we once loved those things which belongs to sin and we love the righteousness which we hate it as Paul Rush would mention, would emphasize in that. So that's the working of God. And as God is working in our lives, we do realize that there's a lot that we have to confess about. Because we see who we really are, that we are the people that fall short on the daily basis. And we see, we need, we need God. We need God to forgive us and to put us on track. And therefore, we embrace the forgiveness of God and uh, the righteousness of Christ as our own continually. So with that said, let's deal with another problem that John is trying to handle, and that is a believer cannot sin, and that was sometimes maybe called uh, perfectionism. Now, the problem with the view that a believer cannot sin is that it leads a believer into a, a despair when they fall into sin or those who have struggled with a certain sin for a long time. So how can they explain their situation? So they can't, it is difficult for them, for, for, for a believer to explain his or her situation if someone is told that they cannot sin and they find themselves that they have sinned. And also to think that they're still Christians, but it's difficult, it's difficult for them to think, to, to consider the very fact that a believer can fall into, into a sin. So perfectionism is really bad. It's really bad. And I think John handled this so well 
showing us that we are called to live a life that pursues holiness. As it says, I'm writing this to you so that you, uh, you do not sin. And, and, and he puts another situation that is possible among the children of God, that if anyone, if anyone does sin, and therefore we have uh, Jesus Christ who speaks for us to the Father. So it's, it's a reality that is there that we fall into sin. And therefore teaching people that they cannot sin is a very dangerous thing. It's a very dangerous thing. And just as we have handled the area situation, no one should say, so, okay, if, if we do sin, should we go on sinning? Also, the first problem that we dealt with will handle that. No. No. So we are called into a life uh, of pursuing holiness while recognizing the very fact that we fall short. And when we fall short, we run to God for forgiveness, and God forgives us. So as simple as, as, as that, that's the Christian, the Christian walk. That's a Christian walk. So the gospel is the solution, the solution to things like perfectionism. Because it, it recognizes the very fact that we fall short. And we depend on Christ, the righteous one, the righteous one, um, to live our Christian walk. We do not work for our forgiveness. We don't. We seek it. We ask it. And uh, Jesus Christ, who died for us, his work covers for our justification, our sanctification, our glorification. How we live our lives here, the work of Christ, is what we depend on. Our restoration into fellowship with God, it depends on Christ. Our restoration unto others, the people that we fellowship with, it all depends on the work of Christ. It all depends on the work of Christ. So when God forgives our sins, he restores us unto himself. And also, he restores us unto the people that we fellowship with. Because he has wrought repentance in us. And therefore, um, people that we live with are able to, to um, are able to have us alongside their lives and um, continue to serve God. So, so these are some of the things that we uh, that we can see that John is trying to confront uh, two dangerous teachings, and that is using the grace of God as a means uh, of sinning and also a and thinking that a believer cannot sing or what we call perfectionism. All right. Uh, thank you very much for, for listening. Feel free to subscribe and also to go to uh, this live community and read some more articles. So this article actually is, uh, is part of a series. Um, there's a first section that I wrote uh, concerning the uh, how our fellowship and our relationship with God is sure. Uh, through Christ Jesus our Lord. And uh, some of the quotes in this are from uh, upon that article. Upon that article. So thank you very much for listening and God bless.